Good morning, good morning, good morning. How are you, my friend? How are you, my friend? Welcome. This is the Breakfast with Champions podcast, one of the most unique, amazing, and powerful podcasts you'll ever come across in your entire life. Listen, we bring you motivation, education, and inspiration, and ultimately give you an opportunity to get a seat at the table, to hang out with some of those that are doing the things you know you can do, that have reached some of those levels you know you can reach. What makes this podcast so unique and incredible is we have over a hundred different thought leaders that are constantly delivering amazing, over-the-top, powerful, and impactful content in bite-sized nuggets that you can absorb, take action on, and implement in your life. So with that said, make sure you filter through. There's going to be some of these thought leaders, these experts in their industries that you're ultimately going to connect with. You're going to totally, totally resonate. It's going to totally be your vibe. And then there's going to be other ones that you're going to be like, hey, you know what? I like them, but I don't know if I love them. And that's what's great about Breakfast with Champions is we have something for everyone. So make sure you sift through, find the ones that you love, and know that they'll be coming back every single week to be able to deliver to you the motivation and education and inspiration that you need. With that said, my name is Glenn Lundy. I am your host. Super excited to connect with you. And let's kick off today's episode of Breakfast with Champions. Knows that one of my favorite things to do on Clubhouse is to introduce Brad Caldwell. I didn't know David since you're getting to know him better. If you were going to pass the mic to Brad this week, if you guys are becoming, oh, becoming oh, man, besties. oh man, oh man, oh man, oh man, I forgot, I forgot. So I, you know, because what happened was, uh, now I have. Could you imagine? I'm in this like I'm like in a sandwich. I've got Andrew on one side. I'm surrounded by greatness. I've got Andrew on one side of me, and now I've got uh, the great. Brad Caldwell on the other side going back to back. So uh, we got kind of a three-peat situation going on here, Brad. So you're going to have to update the t-shirt. It is my pleasure. Uh, Many of you heard him on the stage in New York City uh, and were deeply impacted uh, and have been influenced by Brad, and you should be. He's just an extraordinary human being. And and, uh, he, like most of us here on the stage, I think everybody, has a servant heart, wants to give back, wants to pour into you, and I will be amongst uh, everybody in this audience who looks forward right now to hearing from the one and only Brad Caldwell. Brad, welcome. Wow. David Spizak. I'll be honest with you, friend. I don't receive, uh, well, superlatives about myself, but I will receive servant's heart. I will. Um, I will receive that. I'll appreciate it. And I'll say that all day long, that's what we've been hearing here in Breakfast with Champions, because that's what we hear every day in this format. That's what Glenn has created. What Sarah has programmed is person after person who's willing to pour out into other people. And I'm not changing the shirt. David uh, mentioned our shirt. We were on a Zoom call that apparently I wasn't paying attention to because I was branding this segment. I was calling it Spizaldwell. Um, And I was saying you can learn. Well, right off the tip of your tongue, doesn't it? Right. You can learn wealth from the wealthy. And also Brad is there. Um, and I like that. I like that marketing plan. Um, so thank you for that setup, brother. I really appreciate you. If you guys are new to me, um, I'm not wealthy, but I got a lot. And I haven't been doing this forever, but I've been doing it well for a short amount of time. I'm in branding and marketing, and we help businesses elevate themselves 
to connect their mission, message, and operations to the people who need it most so that they can make the most money possible doing the businesses that they love to do. That's what we do at Spark. That's my company, one of the three that I own, but I also like to dive in. I don't like to waste time. So today, I'm going to tell you a story. This isn't a great story, but it's recent. I got three sons. Parker is my oldest. He's 12, and he has a PS4 in his bedroom, um, and he was playing a video game the other day. The boy loves video games. Need for Speed, Marvel Games, Jurassic World, FIFA, soccer. I mean, just he loves all kinds of video games, and we have to tear him away. Like, that. that's where he's at. A couple months ago, I walked into his room, and instead of sitting on his bed playing the video games, which is his normal posture, he's standing right up in front of the TV. And, like, I know this face because I'm his dad. It's intensity. He is so focused on the game that he's playing. I mean, super intense. I don't think he knows I'm in the room. So I just waited. I didn't want to interrupt him. And he lost the level he was on in the game he was playing. And then he smiled and asked me what was up. So I asked about the game. He said he'd lost that level hundreds of times so far. And he smiled again. Why on earth did he smile? That's the question we're going to answer today, because there's a difference between having a plan. I'm going to go play video games and being prepared for the eventual outcomes. Today, we're going to talk about preparation. First, Parker had a plan. Play the game, reach the level, try something new to win and advance somewhere he's never been before. And he walked it out. And apparently he's walked that out hundreds of times, knowing that he might fail. What is the great philosopher? Mike Tyson say everybody's got a plan until they get punched in the mouth. And Parker, as young as he is, knew intrinsically that plans fail all the time. If you aren't prepared for both the ups and the downs of life, games, relationships, work, failure is crushing and wins are short-lived. We're going to do that one one more time. If you aren't prepared for the ups and the downs of life, failure is crushing and wins are short-lived. So if you want to be able to get over the failure and to embrace the wins, let's really dive into preparation today. Let's talk about it. There's a, there's a great quote from, uh, I'm going to butcher this poor gentleman's name, but Eliyahu Goldratt. He was an Israeli uh, businessman. And he said, good luck is when opportunity meets preparation, while bad luck is when lack of preparation meets reality. Good luck is where opportunity meets preparation. Bad luck is when a lack of prep preparation meets reality. Preparation really just means to make ready. And we, there are tons of careers we apply preparation to as an assumption. Athletes practice teams practice. Pilots go through all the checkpoints and prepare for every flight like it's their first one. So many checkpoints. Pro speakers prepare their speech, their speeches before they give them. I read this last night. I read this this morning. I read this right in that gap when <laughs> this morning when Bill uh, ended his segment abruptly because his connection went away. I went right back to my notes. And I'm not even a pro speaker. Speakers prepare, musicians train, event planners 
prepare for events. They don't just show up and hope the food arrives. So how can you train today for preparation? What can you do today? What can you and I work on today, wherever we're at, to get better at making ready, to become experts at preparation? I'm going to give you four points. Nothing elaborate, nothing crazy. If you've heard me for a few weeks now, I don't dive super duper deep because I want you to be able to own it. I want you to be able to have something tactile because my job is to take you from the brilliance of people like David Spizak and hand you over to the application and intellect of the people in the social media show. So I want to be able to swing you around that turn instead of just kind of leaving you off to drift, right? So that's how I prepare. I position myself to make you more successful. And in order to make you more successful, number one, plan for success. But Brad, you just said, if you have a plan and you get punched in the mouth, you're not ready. So you need to be prepared. So step one is to plan. In order to be prepared, you need to plan. Yes, but for success. But hear me, because I'm going to define it. Success that isn't grounded to the present and aiming at real goals is not a plan. That's called hoping. And I can't follow a hope. Success that isn't grounded to where you are right now. I don't mean where you wish you were, where you thought you'd be. I don't mean all the excuses for why you're not there. If you listen to David, he said, I wasn't really smart. I wasn't great in school. I didn't do a great job. I don't have a high IQ. But he was telling you something that was true, not something that delayed him. And that's what made that story so good. Even when he was talking about the imposter syndrome and he was speaking to all of us about how we all face it, he said, you need to murder your imposter syndrome because it's killing you. He didn't say it was okay to stay in that space. Because if you want to plan for success, the first thing you need to do is be able to be grounded in the reality of the present. Be grounded to where you are right now and then have some goals. And I mean goals. I don't mean I want a Ferrari. My goal is not to make a bazillion dollars because I have no idea. I don't even know how many zeros that is or how many commas that requires. My goal is to monetize what I truly believe is my ability to impact people, businesses, and brands. I think I can do it. And I'm going to tell you guys, I've been working on it since 2010. I changed careers and it changed my life. And from that moment, I said, if I'm not going to be in the career that I was in, I will not forsake the opportunity for impact just because I don't know what I'm going to be when I grow up. Now, I didn't know what branding was in 2010. I never thought I'd own businesses in 2010. I didn't think we'd have three kids in 2010. I didn't know what Clubhouse was in 2010. I didn't know what Clubhouse was in December of last year. But I've been preparing for this moment. 
You ask me how I got on this stage? I'm telling you right now. I plan for success, grounded in the present with real goals, real goals that I could walk out. I want to be able to pay, pay my bills before I want to be able to make a million dollars. So my wife and I worked on how we could pay all our bills and not stress out every week. I plan to grow. I plan to excel. I plan to walk my life out in a state of belief that I could do it. So if you want to be able to walk with a measure of preparation and everything in your daily life, the first thing you need to do is plan for success. The second thing you need to do is focus on the no and the do. Focus on the no and the do. Tasks are temporary. I love strategizing and ideating and conceptualizing, and that has its place. But there are things to know for your work, success, and future. Focus on the things worth knowing. Somewhere between your now and your then, the present moment that you're in and the goal that you've set for yourself, there are things you must know. Again, you're listening to a brand strategist who's owned a company for three years that has quadrupled six different businesses in industries I didn't know anything about until I met those clients. That's the receipts of my company. That's the receipts of my work. If I didn't start learning about those things before I got here, I would never have arrived. So I focused on what I needed to know to get where I wanted to go. Focus on the know. Focus on the things worth knowing between your now and your then. But you must focus on more than knowing. You must be doing. We're gonna be real candid about Brad for a second. I know I should work out. I know where the gym is. I know what the weights do. But if my focus on knowing isn't compelling my focus on doing, then I'm not preparing, I'm procrastinating. There's a lot of us who know it and don't do it, and that's procrastination. If your no is not driving your do, you aren't preparing, friend. You're in a holding pattern. You have a crisis of knowledge, uh, paralysis by analysis. The reason there's 25,000 ways to say this situation is because it's something that we all do. We focus on the no to some degree, depending on how well we've done with goal setting, but we focus on the no, and then we don't step into the do. And we certainly don't give it our focus. And a lot of us know some things, just like David was saying, man, what a, what a cool segue. I appreciate you, David, for stealing my notes. What a cool segue for him to talk about what an imposter syndrome is. Because the reason you feel like an imposter is not because you don't know it. It's because you don't think you can do it. You know you know. You know that about yourself. Because if you didn't know, you'd be learning. If you have the self-awareness to think you can't do something, that means you've already checked your measurements. And if you want to be prepared for the moments of imposter syndrome and paralysis by analysis and, and the fear of failure, then you need to be focusing on the knowing and the doing. Stop procrastinating 
keep preparing. The third step, and this one's gonna sound a little weird. So plan for success, focus on the no and the do, and then wash your point of view with perspective. Wash your point of view with perspective. Sometimes in the running of our business, we develop tunnel vision to tasks, revenue, year-to-date goals, inner office stress, relationship struggles, interpersonal conflict, and that one goal that's directly in front of us that we're all pointing to. This month's sales, quarterly sales, nothing has hurt year revenue goals more than monthly sales goals that people can't stop focusing on. Because there's a sale to be made in October right here at the end of August. And what you need to do is simply put, perspective forces you to step back from your own ideas to hear the trends, thoughts, opinions, concepts of others around you. One of the first things we do with a client when they come to Spark is we ask them about their competition. And the number of people who will simply roll their eyes, say a brand name, and then not be able to tell me anything about them. And that's crazy. Imagine if you were running a race and think of a race where they're intentionally tied together. Think like auto racing or think like a, a, a sprint in track. Think about like an 800, a, a big two laps around the track. The person in first is usually acutely aware of the person in second unless they're killing the field. But the person in second always knows where the person in first is. So either every client that's ever come to me that didn't know their competition was already the best that has ever been, or they lack perspective. You have to be able to step back, see the trends, the thoughts, the concepts of others around you. I remember back in the day, and I'm gonna date myself, playing Oregon Trail and, and, and Minesweeper on our brand new computer, because we thought I thought we were the coolest family in the world. We weren't, but I thought we were, and I'm over there playing Minesweeper, and my dad or my mom, it would never fail, would be like, click right there. And all they did was walk past me, look over my shoulder and know exactly where to click. Infuriated me, drove me nuts. But that's because I was so focused on a tiny portion of the screen that I was staring at that I lacked the perspective to see the whole field of view. And we need people in our lives and the capacity within ourselves to be able to see and hear the things around us. Because the ability to see what's going on around us forces us to evaluate and educate. So Brad, how do I know if I have perspective? If you lack evaluation of your business or yourself, you don't have perspective. If you aren't driven to educate, you have no idea what's going on around you. It just makes good sense. If you, so a quick test to perspective in your life is how driven you are to evaluate yourself and to educate yourself. If you are a business owner and a business leader, how, how adept are you at evaluating the business and educating the team? And that's the third point. So the fourth point, and this one's gonna be so counterintuitive, 
because I, we're all hustling. We're hustlers. We are killing ourselves. We are all running as hard as we can to accomplish and to succeed and to, and to win. And those wins are perfect and they're wonderful. And a lot of us know our goals and we're driving to our goals and we're going as fast as we can and that's fine. But today we're not talking about goal setting, we're talking about preparation. Stop sprinting and calling it preparation. Hey champions, guess what? The Breakfast with Champions podcast airs live every single day, 5 a.m. to 11 a.m. only on the Clubhouse app. So make sure to download Clubhouse and go check out Breakfast with Champions. You're not going to regret it. See you there. Stop sprinting and calling it preparation. I live in Wilmington, North Carolina. If you are on the East Coast, and I mean legitimately, like you could get to the beach in an hour or less. If you're on the East Coast, now we're really close. We're like three minutes from the Atlantic Ocean. If you are that close to the water and it's late August, you're already ready for a hurricane that has not been named yet. It's that season. It's the season of a disaster. Now that season for us starts kind of in June and goes till kind of October. That is a long season. That's most of summer and a big chunk of fall. And we don't even know where the storm's going to come from yet. But we're prepared for it. We've got our kits and we've got our protocols and we know where we would go and how we would get there. We're, we're planned. We're planned. And I always know who a tourist is when the storm comes. They wait too long and they leave too fast. They left something at the Airbnb or in the hotel room and now they're stuck in traffic while the rest of us left two days ago. Because we're prepared for the storm. Preparation is not about collecting surface winds or overcoming surface challenges. I love a win. I love a surface win. I do. Getting the segment on Breakfast with Champions is not nearly as important as bringing content to the segment at Breakfast with Champions. Be prepared for the opportunity that's been put in front of you. Preparation is building wells that sustain the village. Training for a career, not a job. Being ready for the hurricane, not just the thunderstorm. Some of us would say we're ready for disasters, but we can't bear the weight of failure. Some of us would say, oh, I'm humble and I'm walking with pride in my successes, but we're not anchored in the midst of excess in our success. Preparation can bear the weight of your failures. Preparation can bear the weight of when someone lets you down. Preparation anchors us in the seasons of excess. And I wanna be prepared. I'm not up here because I'm smart. David nailed that in the last segment. Now I'm a smart guy and I've been smart for a minute. I did really well in school. I went to a good school. I have, <laughs> do not do what I went to school for. I'm definitely one of those. I tried to play dumb. It's hard for smart people to play dumb, but I'm not here because I'm smart and I'm not here because 
I've prepared for every possible outcome. Breakfast with Champions might be my ceiling. I might say something off next week and lose it all. Glenn says, I don't want that cat back. And I might be the next name keynoting the incredible conference that you really want to go to. But I'm not prepared for scenarios. I'm prepared for seasons. I'm ready for the sunshine and the storm. And here's why. I've been planning for this success for 11 and a half years. And I have focused my energy on knowing and doing. And I work hard to maintain a perspective that keeps me even, never too high and never too low. I don't want to be humbled and I don't want someone to pull me up from depression. I want to be in the middle. And then the last one's my favorite. I'm not tired. Yeah, I've been working at this for a while. Yes, we have three kids. That's at least two too many. Yes, my wife is a critical care nurse during one of the hardest seasons in modern history to be a critical care nurse. And yes, we walk through that all day, every day, never ends. It is a storm we have been enduring for a year and a half. She's not tired and I'm not tired because we're not running ourselves to death. We're taking advantage of the things that we've been building toward for 12 years and it's been worth it. Wounded and scarred, we are winning. Now brace yourself because here's some Latin. Fortuna eruditus favit. Fortune favors the prepared mind. So start preparing today. Keep preparing today. Cry, celebrate, whatever you need to do in the context that you're in, in the season that you're stuck in. If it requires mourning, mourn. And if it requires elation, be elated. And then get back to preparation. And I always want to end my segments with a couple extra minutes just to be able to kind of let it breathe because we are going to hand it over to the brilliant people with the social media show. And I want to honor them and not just <laughs> end with like a random sentence and then be done. My encouragement to you guys is that I really, truly hope you're prepared. And if you have any questions about it, shoot me a DM. I am still trying to answer all the DMs, dear Lord. Um, but thank you for those. I, I appreciate Breakfast with Champions. Thanks, everybody. Brad, this is Donna. I, I, I'm like sitting here trying to multitask and do a bunch of things. And I keep stopping because I want to write down what you're saying. Every single time you speak, it's a book of quotes. I mean, it's unbelievable. Every single time. I don't know where you're coming up with this, but that brain of yours is pretty freaking incredible. And it, it really puts a light on so much of our journey and it makes it so tangible. I just absolutely love hearing from you and your DMs are going to continue to explode. So you may want to hire a VA. I'm just putting it out there. Oh dear. You just said VA. So now my DMs are really going to explode with people sending me off. <laughs> Sorry. Appreciate that friend. Appreciate you. Hey Brad, this is uh, Dr. Janie. You know, I am just sitting here and the word that comes to mind is you created a space in a good way to convict us all, right? Holding up the mirror to us to really think about our plan for success and really being grounded in everything that we do to point to our North Star, because we each have a North Star. And that conviction just really creates this self audit to really kind of light a fire under all of us to go out and do what we are called to do. So God bless you, Brad. Thank you for being here, Dr. Janie.
Dr. Janie, good to hear your voice again, friend. I appreciate you very much. All right, guys. Yeah, I'm not Dr. Rowe, just straight fire. That's all I want oh, to say. Dr. You're Rowe. Amazing. Great. Look this was excellent. Thank you, Brad. Thank you so much. Dr. David Spizak and then Brad Boom Boom. That might be our new brand name. David and Brad Boom Boom. That could be it. Hey, you guys are awesome, man. This is King Jordan. You came off the top rope. You took the opponent out completely. Focus on what you need to know to get where you want to go and then take action. I love it. Thank you so much. You've empowered me. Oh, thank you, brother. I appreciate that. Guys, it's the top of the hour. Thank you for joining us on Breakfast with Champions. If you want to catch the live version, you can follow us on Clubhouse and listen from 5 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Time, Monday through Friday, Saturday 6 to noon, and Sundays with our 111 Sunday service. Make sure you're keeping up with Breakfast with Champions and getting yourself a seat at the table.